With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. First John 3.8 says, He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Um, that's what it says in First John. In Matthew 18.11, Jesus said, The Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. So, that's interesting. So the devil stole Matthew 18.11. It says, for the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Nineteen ten says the same thing. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So So apparently, um, John 10.10 says, The thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and destroy. I am coming that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Since Jesus came... to save that which was lost. And he also came to destroy the works of the devil. Apparently the devil stole. Us. He stole in in the garden. He stole us. In Genesis 3.15 it says, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman. He was talking to the serpent. Well, actually, he was talking to the devil. I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So these are all tied together because Jesus came to seek that which, to save that which was lost. 
and right there, God was predicting it, that he would bruise your head and you would bruise his heel. So he was putting his, head, his foot on his head. That's kind of interesting. First um, Timothy one fifteen says, "This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners." He says, "Of whom I am chief." And everybody, I think, might say that. First Timothy 2.4 says, He will have, talking about God, He will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. So God's plan... was to save man from the beginning. He sent Jesus. Jesus set aside all his Philippians Philippians 2 let this mind be in you which is also verse 5 which is also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and became and was made in the likeness of men and being found in a fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient under death even the death of the cross wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him the name above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth. Let's read it in the Amplified. Oops, I just lost it. There we go. It is Amplified. With this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, let him be your example in humility, who also being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think his equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained. Excuse me, but stripped himself of all privileges and rightful dignity. So as to assume the guise of a servant, slave, in that he became like men 
was born a human being. And after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself still further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name. That in, at the name of Jesus, every knee should, must bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And that every tongue frankly and openly confess and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Well, he because he humbled himself, he set aside all his crown and glory, well, see first Timothy one fifteen says this is a faithful saying, and we give acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. So that's what he did. He humbled himself, set aside all of his crown and glory, as it says in Philippians 2, 5 through whatever. Um, He set aside everything and became as a slave to pay the price for man. They thought that when the Messiah came, that he was going to be taking authority and putting under all rule on earth and exalting the Jews above everybody. But they were actually already exalted. They just didn't act like it. But God's plan was that everybody was to be saved. First Timothy two four says, "Who will have God says, who God speaking? Who will have all men? Speaking of God." who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. So, the devil comes to deceive, but Jesus came to bring truth and have all men believe in him to be saved. Acts Ten, nine, ten, excuse me, 19, 10, 
36. This is what, this was the gospel. Starting verse Acts 10, 36 says, The word which God sent. Yeah. The word which God sent in the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word, I say, we knew, know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hung on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he gave, after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which ordained, which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead or the living and the dead. To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. So that's the gospel right there. That Paul, excuse me, Peter preached to... Cornelius' household. That was the whole thing, he said. And at that point, uh, in in Acts, it says that um, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. So he didn't say anything else but this. That Jesus died on the cross, and God raised him from the dead. And that there are witnesses of it. And that they are to believe in him. When they believe in him, they will receive the remission of sins. Not forgiveness, as in the Old Testament, but remission. In John chapter 16, 
Jesus was telling his disciples just before he went to the cross. Verse 7, John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin. Verse 9. Of sin, because they believe not on me. That's what Peter spoke. That through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Romans 10. Nine, well, actually, let's start. Let's go with this one, I guess. Okay, brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Well, I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. That Jesus came that we might receive the knowledge, the truth. Verse 3, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, having not submitted themselves under the righteousness of God, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the nation of Israel knew that they couldn't live by that. It was obvious. Verse 6. But the righteousness, righteousness which is of faith speaks, speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, who has already come down, or who shall descend in the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee or near thee, even in your mouth and in your heart, that is the word of faith which we preach that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Acts 10.36-43 To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall have remission of sins. So if you believe in your heart, we're to believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And that's what he preached to them. And said all the prophets gave witness. And they gave witness. Peter and all that were with him that God raised Jesus from the dead. And they didn't even confess him as Lord. And they received the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because it says in Acts 10, 38, it says, while yet, and while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them all fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, which were with Peter, which believed, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God, So, people, people put so much onto what we're to believe to receive the Lord. And the only thing we're to believe is that God, that he paid the price for sin and God raised him from the dead. When you believe, you say it with your mouth. Whenever you believe, whatever you believe comes out your mouth. So they didn't say it. They didn't in Cornelius' house. They didn't say it then, but but that was the first Gentiles, and I think that was an extra. Um, there was extra grace there because they were the first Gentiles to ever be saved. So, um, and after that, Peter immediately baptized them in water. So, It's a it's a big subject that is very difficult to because so many people have so many um, 
was it Derek Prince has two actual lessons in his Bible study on just the salvation. What's, what's the message of salvation? And the biggest thing that he has in there is the sin. You sinned. You need to know you sinned. You need to know you've sinned. But it doesn't say that. Even though when you look at scriptures, we have. I mean, we definitely have. Uh, And people know they don't do right. I mean, and one little sin is all it takes to lose because you miss the mark. Um, and repentance, it says uh, repentance should be preached. Repentance, they have through the years concentrated on penance which is paying the price for receiving. Penance is receiving, yeah. Repentance is actually changing direction and believing what God says, not what man says. And that's even even with the if you look at the um, the ten the ten spies versus the two, if they would repent, if the ten would repent, excuse me, if the ten would repent, change their direction, and believe what God says instead of what they saw, that's repentance right there. Yeah. If we believe what God said versus what we see, touch, feel, taste, or hear, we need to believe God's word over what we see in the natural realm. Actually see, touch, feel, taste. It's all of it. Or the physical senses. That's why I keep teaching about spirit, soul, and body. Everything needs to get into the right order. And when you understand the spirit, soul, and body, things can get into the right order. So that, anyway, do you have anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so. We were we were lost in the garden, and that was a work of the devil. And Jesus came to save that which was lost, and to destroy the works of the devil. So when he saved us, he destroyed the work of the devil. What he did, and it was actually. Not really Jesus, 
It is God through him. Jesus just submitted himself to everything God told him to do and followed exactly what God, wow, followed exactly what God told him to do. Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus at Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, that God was with him. And then he submits and humbled himself and submitted himself unto the death, even the death of the cross. And then went to hell and preached in hell. And in three days, God raised him from the dead and set him on his own right hand. That's the whole plan of salvation. Right there. So... Praise the Lord. Okay. Okay. Well, let's close in prayer. Thank you, Father, for this word. Thank you, Father, for your plan of salvation. Thank you that you sent Jesus to pay the price. that now we can come into your presence and we can worship you and we can bless your name. You are worthy. You are the most high God, the creator of the ends of the earth. We just worship and bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. We just ask you to expand this knowledge of these scriptures that you gave us. In Jesus' name. Well, I was I was looking for the plan of God, the plan of salvation, and. Uh, he has he has it in his Bible in his study. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.